0: Welcome back to the tapes Store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And
1: played in the 90s.
0: So, let's just come out and say it. <laughs> I never know how to build up to these. <laughs> well, if you follow us on Instagram, you know what we're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, got, you guys already get kind of a preview.
0: Yeah. So, we're doing 1999, a 1999 film. 1999's Never Been Kissed.
1: Yes.
0: Because we talked about it being your birthday week. Yes you turned 34 on March 23rd. I did. Kind of uh inconsequential year.
1: I know, it's kind of like 34. Mm, what does that mean? Yeah. But I mean it's a hey, you know what? You know what it means? It does mean that I survived 2020. There's and that 20. that right in, right right there is a testament <laughs> that it I want, that I need to celebrate. Well, there's
0: 21 and then there's 30. 20, well, and 25. Right. And then there's 30. Yeah. yeah. 21, 25, 30.
1: And then really forty. That's the well,
0: thirty-five was one for me. Oh, okay. I don't know why. When I got into the latter part of the thirties, I was like, shoot. Mm. I don't know, it's crazy that I've been. 36, I always looked
1: forward to my thirties. I don't know why. Even when I was a teenager, I was like, I can't wait to be thirty. I don't so, know why. Yeah. I'm so forty. I'm happy to be here. I'm forty. Yes, you are.
0: Which is crazy. I still can't believe that. <laughs> I'm forty. And it's Brooke great. is thirty four. Yes. So with it being her birthday week, she wanted to do a rom com.
1: I had a lot of trouble choosing the rom com because I was torn between a few things, but it was I was torn bef- between a lot of my favorites.
0: Both were Drew Barrymore movies.
1: Well, there was yeah 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 there
0: yeah, was yeah. Ever After,
1: so good, and we are going to do this.
0: And there was yes, we do need to do that eventually. Yeah, but,
1: it's we weren't saying no to any of them, just not no to this week.
0: But we decided to do Never Been Kissed this week, and yes. that that was when we both had seen. Yes, right. I I enjoyed this movie. I have some issues with it, but overall, this is a good <laughs> movie. This is a good movie. I love it. So it's a much. good movie. So, before we get into the actual movie, I'm going to allow you to kind of talk about why this is so special okay. to you. So, you go for it.
1: Okay. So now, there, there some that Toby and I, interestingly enough, Toby and I did not watch this. Well, okay for the for the podcast, we didn't watch it together. Usually, we sit together and watch it through. But right. He watched it separately. I did. So, so I don't actually know what he's going to say, and that's usually usually I know exactly what you are going to
0: say. I have some issues with this movie, but overall, this is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I love Drew Barrymore.
1: Oh no, me too. I, I love her.
0: Drew Barrymore is wonderful. David Arquette is a he's phenomenal. Is in this. understated actor. He he is a good actor. He
1: really is, and, and he's he, fun to watch.
0: He's fun. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> he's fun to watch. So he's great. This is a great cast.
1: Molly Shannon, get out of here. John C. No. Rowley, get out of here. Right. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Go ahead. Okay. So I don't. Th- there are a couple things I know he'll say, but um, I want to preface this by saying I saw this movie when I was on the. Cu- I think it was, it was like, I think I saw it in high school. Yeah, I saw it in high school or on the cusp of high school, something like that.
0: It's nineteen ninety nine, so you would have been.
1: I would, I mean, ninety nine. I was in. I was in, in middle school.
0: Right. But so I don't know oh, if okay. I saw
1: this right when it came out Or if I saw it late You know what I mean? Like if I saw it a couple of years later Either way I know I saw this in high school Because I'm pretty sure my mom wouldn't have let me watch it in middle school But um So let me just say And I think probably every teenager Girl or boy Would say It's a little bit the dream Of what happened <laughs> With Josie So I watched this movie And me and my best friend Aaron Who Aaron Graham, she is still. Well, she's not Aaron Graham anymore. She's Erin McKinney now, and she's been my best friend since middle school. Me and her watched this, and we were like, "Oh my god, it's us!" We went from Josie Grossy to cool. I mean, we we I don't know if we ever went to cool. We we just went to less weird looking. You know what I mean? Like we both had braces. We both just didn't know what to do with ourselves and our lives. And then you know we got into high school and we kind of glammed up a little bit. So we both always were like, "Oh my god, I so relate to Josie Grossy." And uh, I just I loved this movie. I love the soundtrack. I love everything about it. I used to. I mean, I would watch it. You know, you rewind the tape. Like I would just watch it and then just rewind it. Oh, it wow. was it was one of my feel good movies. It's just and and even like from me, from yeah. when I watched it through my twenties until now. Like they, for a short time, it was on Disney Plus.
0: Me and Sarah and I
1: would and I watched it as soon as I saw it. I watched it. It's just so
0: good. Me and my sister would do that with never ending story.
1: And that's a good one. We would watch that's it. It's dramatic.
0: Though. Rewind it. Watch it. Rewind yep. it. Oh, we would do it. Yeah. Several times, and
1: I remember. And, and
0: It's good when you find those kinds of movies.
1: Yes. And I just, even like the cover, I loved it. And I think for me, and this was a big deal for me as a young person, as a teenager. Um, and I'm sure other people can relate to, other girls can relate to this. I love that Drew Barrymore went through this whole transformation and she was a curvier lady. For me, that was really important because I was not like a size zero, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I just wasn't. I think
0: that plays a part, too, in why she was such a good Cinderella.
1: Yes, and yes, and in the 2000s, we all can say in the 99, 2000s, low-rise jeans, high – it was just like – it was not a curvy girl's world (laughs) back then. So to see a protagonist that was our leading lady that looked like Drew Barrymore looked, that looked like I looked, it, it, it made me feel really happy.
0: Yeah, Drew Barrymore is fantastic. Uh, and just about everything she does, even yeah. if even if I guess even if her accent isn't great, or even like, if her, well effect. even if the movie she makes gets panned critically or something, she always brings it. She brings it. She is unique, and she really is good in this movie. Yeah, this movie was released in a, uh, excuse me on April 9th. <laughs> April ninth, nineteen ninety nine. So we're actually approaching. Let's see, this movie being twenty one. Twenty two years old. Twenty two years old. Ugh, Amazing. Makes me feel real yeah. old. <laughs> April yeah, April nineteen ninety-nine. It was directed by Raja Gosnell or Gosnell. Okay. It stars Drew Barrymore, Jessica Alba, David Arquette, Michael Vartan, Lily Sobieski, who I oh, love her. She's fantastic. Get out of here. Molly Shannon, John C. Riley, and this is actually James Franco in his first film appearance. His debut.
1: I've always recognized him from Never Been Kissed. No we, matter what he was in, I was like, that was the guy from Never Been Kissed. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> you kind of see his the beginnings. The beginnings of you see the spark he has. Oh, yeah. And James Franco is fantastic. But you see the spark he has. In, even in this. And in, he his role big
1: is big, but not big.
0: It's a bit part. But, but he,
1: he but he's memorable.
0: Right. Yeah. You remember him. And of course, Gary Marshall makes a debut, which we, last time we talked about Gary Marshall was... <laughs> Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> uh, let's get into the actual movie okay, okay. now that you have, have shared kind of your heart on it. Because for me, I didn't see it until... Uh,
1: I'm, it was one of my pre- prerequisites for being a, my partner in life.
0: It's true. <laughs> I was like, here's was, your starter pack. Yeah, I was Welcome happy to, to do Welcome to it. being part of my life. I was happy to do it. <laughs> Thank you. So the opening, we have brief opening credits and catch then a
1: Falling Star.
0: Yes, Catch a Falling Star. Put it in your pocket. Sorry,
1: I, this, is, this movie's etched in my heart. And
0: we start with Barrymore's character, whose name is Josie Geller, standing in the center of a baseball field, being cheered by a crowd. So by all rights, this seems like a really good situation. right, right. Over this, though, we have a voiceover, and it's Josie. And here's what she says. You know how in some movies they have a dream sequence, only they don't tell you it's a dream? This is so not a dream. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be like this. I was just trying to do my job and things happened. Life happened and now I'm here. Then we flash back to the present moment. Uh, w- excuse me. We flash back from the present right, right. moment. Because this is one of those movies where we're presented with what's about to be the climax of the of the narrative.
1: Yeah, in Medius Rex, we are starting in the middle of the action, and then we right. take you backward to tell you where we're going.
0: How we, and how we got to that yes. point. I love that. Right. So we flash back from the present moment at the ball field to a city. Josie continues to talk. Trust me. This is what she says. Trust me. I'm not the kind of girl who does th- things like this. I mean, two months ago, you couldn't have picked me out of a crowd. So then we see Josie for the first time. She's the youngest copy editor at the Chicago Sun-Times, and she's kind of a square. Yeah. I I hate to use these terms, because I truly am a believer in the saying that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. And what one person thinks is beautiful, another person might not feel that way, but beauty is something that is...
1: Well, and this movie explores that.
0: Yeah, it does. A little bit. (laughs) I I guess what I would say that the the film is trying to present uh, Josie as is drab and kind of plain. Right, she's not really focused on her looks. She's more focused on what she knows.
1: Yeah, and what she wants career-wise at this point.
0: She has a jerk assistant. She works at the Chicago Sun Times again. She has a jerk assistant named Merkin. This is Sean Whalen. He was in Twister. He was in
1: Twister. He was the yeah. He was the well, and also the got milk guy. He was like roll the maps.
0: He is a really great little character actor.
1: He's funny in this. He's hilarious. He's real funny
0: and. She's actually his boss, but she lets him walk all over treat her like she crap. doesn't
1: stand up for herself in any no. regard, which is part of what you know she learns.
0: So, we're we're getting the shot of her going into work. So she sees her assistant, who's a jerk, and then we meet Anita, and that's and I th-
1: love Anita.
0: This is Molly Shannon, <laughs> who essentially plays Molly Shannon.
1: Right. Well, she's like a, a cross between. Molly Shannon, and several of her Saturday Night Live characters.
0: Well, it's interesting that in real life, oftentimes I notice. Yeah. That, um, and, and just to, to describe Anita, she's loud, carefree, kind of obnoxious. A little bit, but we love her. She means well. She's not bad.
1: She cares but for Josie a lot.
0: People like this often accompany the Josie Geller types. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is a this is a very I, I don't even want to say nineties trope. It's just a very rom com trope.
0: Someone like Anita needs people like Josie to keep them grounded, and I believe that in real life. Yeah, but we also see this in movies as well. Next enters Augustus, known as Gus, which is a heck of a name, Gus. I know, bless him. This is John C. Riley. <laughs>
1: Uh, Who is also amazing? He's
0: great in this movie, uh, and he is kind of their supervisor. He's kind of he's over like them. everyone's
1: boss, yeah, I guess. Yeah, in well, that department. he's not the
0: he's not the big boss. But no, he, in their department, he's the boss. Like in in Josie's circle, right? Uh, he is really great in this movie, and the first thing he does when he comes in is he verbally reprimands Anita Molly Shannon for fraternizing with a coworker. All, Shock of shocks. Right. <laughs> All the while Josie corrects Gus's grammar. Yeah. Just to show you that Josie is very uh she's smart. Analytical. I wouldn't say she's cerebral, but she is smart. She's very maybe she's cerebral, but
1: well I, she makes she makes a big deal from the beginning about how words and grammar and, and um you know, just, just the English language right. is her it's her comfort. It's what she knows, it's what she's good at. Mm-hmm. And that's very important in this movie.
0: And Geller wants to be, Josie, she wants to be more than just a copy editor. She wants to be an actual reporter. The problem is Gus uses her ideas, which are great, but Gus tells Geller he doesn't think she has what it takes to be a reporter. She doesn't take risks. She doesn't relax. She's too orderly. And he's
1: not wrong, really.
0: No, he's not. Not yet. During lunch... We're, we get a little bit more of a a, a, a look, an inside look in into um, Josie's uh, personal life when Anita presses Josie about having romance in her life. Right. This is where Josie references the title of the movie. She says, I've never been kissed. Yeah. And they're like, are you kidding me? Right? And mm-hmm. she's like, no, 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 no. She goes, I've been kissed, but I've never been kissed. This, this is a really is cool one moment, of, actually. This is one of the best parts of the movie. It is. Because Josie sees a real kiss as one having to do with love, and I think that's awesome, yeah, uh, it's really beautiful, sure Josie's been kissed, right, but she's never gotten what she's a, i've never feeling. she's like,
1: i've kissed a guy I've never she's like, that feeling that moment you know when right. she does her she's
0: never been in when love. everything
1: becomes hazy and she's she's talking about, and you know it's it's something that unfortunately we Make light of nowadays, I think. And she is, in a and and, and this, gosh, this is 1999. This is just a kiss. I mean, forget it, though. I mean, like, this is, you know, decades ago, but she's saying, I believe in the power of a kiss meaning something. Yeah. It doesn't have to always be casual. And her friends who think are, who think she's kind of crazy, they're even like, wow, I, I this is a, she she believes in this and well, I think it's really neat that she stands her ground.
0: It should mean something. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. I mean, it's no judgment on anything, but I'm just saying, if it means something, golly, it means so much if more. If it means
0: something, it's better.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just sweeter.
0: Everybody, I think everybody knows that if it really means something, even if you don't want to admit it, it's better. Yeah. So that's what Josie it's is saying. Very sweet
1: and just you know very well worded. And I don't. And know that's what they say. She goes, "Dang, girl, you know you are a writer. Right? They're like, wow, like." Yes, you got it. You do have it.
0: Yes, and actually, I'm glad you brought that up. That line because that was said by Cynthia, another one of. Um, I love her, and this is Octavia Spencer. That
1: is Octavia Spencer? And oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, she's in. She was in the Help, ball. wasn't she? Yes, and amazing. Yeah, and she has won the Academy Award for Best Actress. Yeah. Excuse me, Supporting Actress. Yes, but yes, this is Octavia Spencer. So she, Octavia Spencer, is in a supporting role. She's in this so movie. cute in this. So. She is, but. Make no mistake, she's absolutely a powerhouse actress, so oh, yeah. it's, it's a great cast. Yeah. Now, the big boss of the Sun-Times <laughs> is a guy named Mr. Rigfort. <laughs> it's R-I-G-F-O-R-T, Rigfort. Rigfort. Is where did it, they get that This name? is Gary Marshall. Like in the
1: writing room, where they're like, it's probably someone they knew. This like, is, Man, is Gary Marshall,
0: who name. was the kind of the guy who was dressed as the devil in yes. Hocus Pocus, yes. but they, they thought he was the actual devil. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He opens a meeting
1: playing ultimately the kind of the same role. All right.
0: He opens a meeting by firing a guy. <laughs> yeah. Dutton. He, obnoxious. Yeah. yeah obnox- Dutton get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> obnoxious. He's completely uh not self aware. But he's got this idea for a story about a reporter covering a semester at South yeah. Glen High School. My
1: semester in high school. Yeah, he's great. I love him.
0: He he really is fun to watch. <laughs> so in this case it's South Glen High School. Yeah. And he sees Josie.
1: He just yeah he he just mad yeah. dash looks around
0: he just points her out and he says you're you. check yet yeah, you're registering you're checking into the school she's going to be an undercover investigative reporter who's going to go in as a you know an undercover reporter mm-hmm. as a student to for, for a story yeah the story hasn't quite taken shape yet it's kind of like we're going to put you out there and you're and see the, what happens and see what happens
1: but it's it's like you know this in this moment in this movie fate has. Placed its hand upon Josie, completely independent yes. of anything else,
0: and she's elated. Yes, but the problem is Gus and Anita don't really believe she can do it.
1: And I, okay, as an adult now, I'm kind of like I. Far be it from me to squelch anyone's potential, but right. I do. I see them coming at her not because they don't think they can do she can do it, but I think they are worried for her because they know you're not cool in in the uh, well right. unfortunately in the standard of what a common teenager would think is cool they
0: just don't think she And has they are what takes, I think right. they, I
1: do think they're worried uh, well I think Gus is more worried about the story but I think Anita is worried about her yes. like they're going to eat you alive kind of thing.
0: Well Josie's elated and, and again Gus and Anita don't really believe in her but after Josie reminds them that she's always supported their endeavors. Yeah. They give her <laughs> have,
1: however strange their endeavors yeah, might be. They
0: do give her their blessing. Yeah. So jo- she's so excited. Josie kind of needs to get ready and the first thing she needs to do is get an old junky car because she's got like a nice Whoa, Buick. Like a blue uh, She's a
1: Buick LeSabre. Yeah,
0: which is like a regular <laughs> It's a mom car. Right. Oh, well, a 90s mom car. She's kind of a junky car because a lot of high school kids drive junky cars. She goes to her brother Rob, who he's a lot of fun in this movie. This is David Arquette.
1: He's just lovely.
0: Yeah, I love him. Love him and scream. Yes. He, he's just good. He helps her out by giving her his car. They kind of trade, right? He's kind of a washed out former high school baseball player. He's settling for less. He's in kind of a, a dead end job.
1: Yeah, works at the 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 tiki. What is it? The tiki post? Yeah, and he <laughs> it's always a postal he, shop. He
0: always kind of thinks about what could have been, and yeah, you know, he he has a passion for baseball. So, but he had he kind of peaked in high school. Yeah, yes, and now he's kind of washed he, out. Yeah, exactly. Most importantly, though, it's through Rob that we really get a glimpse into what Josie's time in high school was like. Yeah. Riddled with being bullied and ridiculed. It's
1: so sad. It, it's, it's really hard. It is really hard to watch these scenes for me.
0: It was for I mean, me I too. know for you, too. I, I'm, I'm sure. Gonna, I, I'm going to talk about that a little later. It was
1: always hard for me to watch.
0: In fact, Josie had a nickname, right? Yeah. What was it?
1: Josie Grossie. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people have DM'd me, Josie Grossie, just as soon as they see... This post, because it's just, unfortunately, yeah. that's, you know, it sticks.
0: And we get a brief uh flashback of Josie getting bullied in front of the big man on campus at the time, you know, and you, when you think about high school, and especially these high school movies, there's the big man on there's campus, There's always
1: right? the popular boy that un, un, we all have, all the girls have a crush on.
0: Yeah, it's Billy, is oh, his okay. name. This is in the past. This is Billy. Yep. He is the big man on campus from Josie when she was actually in high school, Josie had a crush on him, and of course, people picked on Josie. They poured soda in her bag, they put toilet paper in her book bag, it, and she was such a sweet kid and a neat kid. She
1: was, and she was smart and cool. Like she's the kids that we like buddy up with at school. No absolutely. lie, absolutely. Like, the, like our little high school children yes. are the awesome like. I we're all we all say proudly nerds. I mean, like it's a cool thing to be a nerd now. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> I mean, I just she would have been one of ours. It makes so me so sad.
0: It's awful seeing these brief glimpses, and it's not it's all you the, get. Yeah, this yeah. is just kind of the first of it. But let's go to the first day of school. So Josie shows up in the junk car. She had Anita pick her outfit which out, which was a mistake. It was because she's so out of touch. But Anita,
1: Anita's nuts. I mean, the first time we yeah. meet her, she's wearing a see-through shirt. Yeah, she's with nuts. a colored brazier. So, like, so no, she's wearing, don't ask her these things.
0: She's wearing all white, really huh. bad makeup.
1: And she's bleached her hair. She had long brown hair. She's now cut it and dyed it, which, is, which back then, like, Drew Barrymore was known for her short blonde, yeah. you know, cut.
0: This just looks silly.
1: And she's wearing a feather boa.
0: Dumb. It's upsetting. Yeah. She's late to her first class and immediately becomes the target of the school's Mean Girls, which is first <laughs> Kirsten, They're phenomenal in yeah, this. Yeah, they did great. Kirsten, Jessica Alba, who's great, great actress.
1: Yes, but she ooh, she was the worst one to me.
0: And Kristen, played by Marley Shelton. They did a fantastic job in their roles. And Gibby. And then Gibby is the third When She comes along around lunchtime, yeah. is when I really noticed Gibby. Then enter the big man on campus. His name is Guy.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Guy Guy Perkins. Guy
1: Perkins, yes.
0: Played by Jeremy Jordan.
1: He was he was per.
0: He did a great job.
1: Like he, he was that guy.
0: No, he's really good. I, and God. I wonder
1: if that's the. I wonder if that's the uh, irony that he was that guy. I wonder if that's why they named him that.
0: Yeah, it's because he, he absolutely
1: guy. was that kind guy like in guy, high school. Just just the yeah. He could be anyone. He so, could be Billy. He could be whatever. So
0: Josie gets to her first class, which is Spanish class, and she's late and. Uh, and her, She, <laughs> she has, to, down she has to do the usual popular cultural movie thing for new kids, is they have to stand up in front of class and talk about who they are.
1: Which we have addressed before.
0: And she has to wear a sombrero It never happens.
1: This is not what we do.
0: Well, Guy walks in, and Josie has this moment where she thinks she sees Billy. So it, it, it's they're making the connection, right? The song. Yeah, I know. I'll
1: just die in your arms tonight.
0: In the end, because she's late and because she's new, Josie, again, as I said, is propped up in front of the class and, of course, looks totally foolish. By the end of class, we get to the end of class, and she's treated harshly by the mean girls. Mm -hmm. That's, again, Kristen, Kirsten, and Gibby. (laughs) But then she meets uh, Sam, right? Mr. Coulson, the literature teacher.
1: Coolson indeed.
0: Yeah, and this is Michael Vartan, and he of course is just the perfect all-around good-looking young teacher.
1: He's cute. He's young. He knows his subject. Yeah, and and she, they by the way have the weirdest college seating in this high school. I know. Well, that's a move. I right? noticed. I was like, why is there like stadium seating in this high school? She
0: also meets a real friend, Aldis, yeah. Ugh. and this is Lily Sobieski. True blue. Yeah, Josie because she's smart. And a college grad undercover, actually knows her stuff. So in literature class, she shocks Mr. Coulson with her knowledge, and he's kind of immediately taken. Immediately, are you sure? Which is like, which is like, come on, dude. This is one of the issues I have with this movie. He
1: shouldn't. That shouldn't. I don't think that moment should have happened.
0: To keep it was too much
1: continuity.
0: They really lay on the fact that Mr. Coulson is into Josie it's too much
1: i don't think that immediately it showed that he was into her I, to me i think it, he he for him to ask are you sure you're 17 i was kind of like mm, no well it's not the, yet this buddy. is the
0: beginning of it it gets worse i know so anyway but it's the dream right well
1: <laughs> you have to know it's as the a dream. teacher as a male teacher no 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 it's problematic
0: i'm kind of like if i was doing this stuff that oh, forget that it. mr coulson was doing that's beyond crossing the line. No, it's
1: way... The only reason why we can think it's okay in our minds is because we, the audience, you know, this is... Here's my teaching moment. We have the dramatic irony, which is the audience knows what the characters do Certainly, not. but they... So we know she's 25 uh, and it's fine, but, but the... He's l- not acting... L- no. he, but he should not... Absolutely not be doing.
0: I made when I took my notes. I really made sure I line itemed a few things that I was kind of like, okay, no, you're not wrong. So at lunch, we have more hijinks, right? Uh, Kirsten and Kristen and the third mean girl, Gibby, ridicule Josie when she tries to make friends with them. She's also approached by Guy. Well,
1: because she spills chocolate milk on her pants,
0: she does. It's pretty. It's
1: upsetting because she didn't mean to.
0: Guy introduces himself. He's
1: now he's actually nice
0: at first. I know. Well, this right. is why Guy is. But like the fact that he problem. actually
1: talked to her, I was surprised initially. Uh, initially. I, think,
0: I think that Guy is that way because it's about control. I think ah, he, he. Good I, point. I think he probably introduces himself to everyone. I, I
1: think didn't he think wants. About
0: that. Well, I think he wants everyone to know who he is. <laughs> His right? role in the school. Yes, and we're going to get to that. Ugh. That's going to come full circle because that's one of my Guy is problematic in this movie. And I'm going to talk about why. Uh, even though I think Jeremy Jordan did a fantastic job, oh, and absolutely. He's, a, he's perfect for his role. Yes, it's how it's how he's portrayed in the movie. By the end of it, and we're going to get to that. Right, right, Josie can't really bring herself to talk to Guy, and she kind of fumbles, and it weirds him out. And eventually, Josie just gets up and and he, gets and up and he the, makes a very inappropriate well, yeah, remark. He does, and Josie eventually has to leave humiliated. This heart. is witnessed by Aldis and a guy named Denominator. Played by an uh he's the guy with the dark brown hair. He's, yeah, he's is, he's interesting. Yeah, ju- he's sweet, uh, it's but it's Giuseppe Andrews. That's his name? Yeah, Giuseppe oh, Andrews. Wow, cool. He was in Detroit Rock City. Ah. I I've seen him in other stuff. Okay, okay. He's he's really funny. So I'd seen him in, when I saw I've him not I, seen that. I recognized him. So after another bad experience in gym class, I mean we hit all the high school yeah, trucks. Yeah, oh
1: yeah.
0: Uh, bad experience in gym class, Josie finds that her car has been hidden by Guy. And the popular kids. So, so his go-
1: lemmings. That's what she calls them. Guys and his lemmings. Yeah,
0: his lemmings. Aldis sees what happens and she takes Josie out to eat to come for her where Josie finds that Aldice actually wants to go to Northwestern, which is a college where that she went. Josie actually went. So there's a connection there. Uh, even though Aldis doesn't quite know it, you know Josie. Yeah, she's like I
1: went there. She's, like, right. I mean, for a tour. It's fine. I whatever. think
0: this is showing the kind of per- the kind of kid and the kind of person that Josie actually is. She's more like an Aldis. Well, an
1: Aldis is, is 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 like j- this generation's Josie.
0: Right. So okay, uh, naturally, yes. they're connecting. Well, Gus calls. This is John C. Riley's character, her supervisor. And she's like, "It's my dad." Yeah, she says Josie. <laughs> right. Josie says her dad. And warns her that whatever story she does there, it needs to be something that sells. Aldis helps Josie find her car and offers her a space on the denominators, which are basically the mathletes. I love it. I'm here for it. And the mathletes, the denominators, are the nicest, coolest, sweetest kids you will ever meet. So accepting,
1: so loving. I want to be their friends in real life.
0: They really care about each other. They're good kids, and they look out for each other, which means... They're not popular,
1: right? And one one thing that Aldi says, she goes, "It can I can offer you a certain amount of protection." It's and true. It's true because they have a they have no matter what the status, they have a role right. in the school, and and the, they they've made a very big point to establish early on in this film, even with even non verbally, the roles. There's the popular kids. There's the jock that guy that football player boy and his girlfriend.
0: You yeah. Know, like, okay. I'm gonna get to him. Yeah. No. But I'm saying this, that's Brett. Yes. And, and I'm gonna talk about him because he's one of the best. The make-out
1: kids. Like there are there are roles that they establish both verbally and non-verbally, and the right. mathletes have a role, so nobody messes with
0: them. It's well, true. Well,
1: nobody no, messes with them past you know too too well, much.
0: Not yet. We're gonna get to why the, the the mathletes are messed with. Right. So we're gonna get to that, right, right, of right. course, but. Josie, of course, makes real friends with Aldis and the Mathletes and Denominator and all those guys. And they
1: have a great montage to Schoolhouse Rocks, three uh, the oh. Threes. I lo- That's one of my favorite scenes.
0: So Josie fits three right in. The
1: 3s is. Th- yeah, it's Well, because great. Josie's great.
0: a good person. Josie has a good heart, so she fits in with these good kids. Yeah, of course. She enjoys her time with the Denominator. She does really well.
1: Yeah, they like win stuff or whatever.
0: So then we move on. We have another scene in Mr. Coulson's class. About disguises, because they're doing Shakespeare's As You Like It.
1: And another bad outfit by Josie. I'm so sorry, but it's yeah. true.
0: As You Like It, where apparently the, yes, main, character, the main character, the main Rosalind, Rosalind yes. is in a disguise. And of course, so we're getting a take on, this is what's actually happening in the movie. Right,
1: right. Hey, guess what? This is veiled plot devices. Right.
0: So <laughs> we find that uh, Coulson used to be a hockey player, so he's super tough and super sensitive. He's the perfect guy, He's right? He's a little
1: bit sexy. We're not going to lie. This is I'm where... Sorry, Toby, this is where I'm sorry, I had gonna, to say it. Right. Well, this is where... I love I'm you gonna, so much.
0: This is where I'm going to talk about... <laughs> if you are somebody who watches movies... Right. ...and you notice what goes on in the background, mm-hmm, which I think mm-hmm. in some cases, that's where... you it's know. When, magic. Well, when you have movies, you have the main players, but in the background, you might have something, you know, just kind of like background action and stuff, yeah. but if you have people doing things, a director... Or a filmmaker that actually makes a point to have background characters, maybe inconsequential characters, do things that are memorable. Yeah. You're really adding to the depth of the movie. Absolutely. And this is why I want to talk about Brett. <laughs> this is Alex Solowitz. He's the blonde football jock He's got the kid. he's
1: got the the frosted tips, typical nineties look.
0: If you watch Brett.
1: He's a delight.
0: (laughs) He is probably the funniest part of the entire movie. He is a scene stealer. Oh, absolutely. If you pay attention to him. So Alex Solowitz, I don't know if you're listening, if you ever (laughs) would listen to the Tape Store podcast, right? I don't know if you ever had a chance to, but my goodness, he was one of the reasons that (laughs) that I enjoyed this movie so much. (laughs) So he's a scene stealer. Josie in this class, this is again Mr. Coulson's class, Michael Vartan, the hot guy. Josie's chosen to read a passage in class Which takes her to a flashback Of when she read a poem to her crush oh, Billy So I we can't. go back to Josie Grossi. Uh Soon it's after so sad. Soon after this a rumor went around That Billy was going to ask Josie to the prom This is when she's in high school mm-hmm. Young Josie is elated But then we're taken back to the main narrative mm-hmm. She jolted it out of it with the before, bell ringing, right before we find out anything further. Later that day, the theme for prom for South Glen High School's prom is announced: Millennium.
1: Of course, because nineteen ninety nine.
0: This is where we have seen James Franco, who plays uh, Kristen's boyfriend Jason.
1: I guess his her boyfriend. Though I, I guess mean, let's I be honest. Like s- I feel like they all kind of swap around. Yeah, it's weird. Which so, let's be honest. They, but then then the, a lot of the Right, But I <laughs> want to give a that. nod
0: to James Franco because I love James Franco. He's a great actor, and yeah. you know this was his film debut. And you know, again, he was very memorable. And you kind of, again, you see that spark. So that night, Josie and Aldis are on a drive when they stop by the court, which is this old drive-in movie theater that becomes the cool kid hang
1: out to drink and do whatever. Right.
0: Guy actually walks up, and he hate this. He and Aldis exchange insults. Aldis has no problem. Aldis, yeah, he's like, he's like, you're not seriously trying to hang out here, are you? She is she's there, very self-possessed well Brett is my favorite in one way but <laughs> if actually the best person in this movie is Aldis absolutely she is the best person she is the purest person I
1: love her I want and to be her she has
0: no issue insulting guy and eventually you know guys like get out of here so they leave
1: you know what I think can I just can I just insert yeah I honestly think guy's probably into her. And he probably I
0: mean, is like yeah. I shouldn't
1: be into her because she's a nerd, but probably. she does it for me. I a thousand percent have always thought he's into her and she's well, into him. I, but because of status, you know, it's like Romeo and Juliet, but like less opi- destructive.
0: In my opinion, Aldis is a, um, well. He li- should be into well, her. She's li-
1: a phenomenal person. Yeah,
0: and Lily Sobieski, she's a beautiful young lady. But Aldis is a Absolutely very gorgeous. she's a beautiful young lady. Even as Aldis, she's a beautiful young she lady. Is. So. But
1: I think I I I will this is a hill I'll die on I think he's into her and he is mad that he's into her so he insults her
0: perhaps but as as Aldis and Josie drive away they call the court lane but I specifically remember she was uh, trying not to cry Aldice was trying not to cry because I think that they're both hurt that they're being treated badly
1: they're both they're hurt that they're not welcome anywhere somewhere well, it, you know it, that's it, crap it,
0: it hurts to be treated badly to be rejected right? yeah Well, here's the problem. Uh, Josie has to switch back to her real life. Right. Where we find that Gus is not happy. This is John C. Riley. He wants scandal. He wants... And you ain't going to get that in the Yeah, he wants, like, really stories that sell. He berates Josie for not going for what sells. He demands that she get in with the popular kids. And since, you know, that's where all the great stories are, he he says you have to be friends with them. Because there's
1: an article specifically about the court. In the paper, they
0: get scooped, and right? literally,
1: Kirsten, Kristen, and Gibby are on the cover yeah. of the article. So, so
0: they got so the story. Another newspaper, right, right? Right. He's, that was he's upset. At home with Rob, her brother, Josie is mortified that she's being pressured to be friends with the bad kids. But she also laments that she was never accepted, and this whole idea of what acceptance is 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 a very important message. Yeah. Which, what it really, what yeah. Josie understands by the end of the film. But she sees being accepted as it has to be the popular kids that accept you. Rob reminds well, her. Well, and
1: even Gus is pushing that. That's what acceptance is. So, yeah. her, her boss, her her job, her bread and butter mm-hmm. is pushing that.
0: Her brother is pushing that. Yes, Rob, he is. Ro- who, who is still not quite understood.
1: And he, well, yeah, and he's we, not.
0: He's not where he needs to be yet. Rob is going to get there. And I, I love Rob. But he
1: was cool in high school.
0: He was. But he reminds Josie, you're not Josie Grossy anymore. Aww. You're grown up, you've matured, you're smart, you're you, smarter than this. You these wash cases. your hair now. <laughs> and he all says. she needs is to have one popular person think she's cool and she's in. He's
1: he, a sweet, he's a sweet Bubba. He, he is he
0: loves his sister, but he has some things he's gotta learn. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. gonna get it too. And I'm excited to talk about oh, yeah. how Rob's story arc kind of completes. Yes. So Josie gets a makeover. She goes back to school. She meets, this is where we meet George, and this guy's funny too, Cress Williams. He's the guy in the van.
1: Oh, I love George. Oh my gosh, sorry. For some reason, I didn't remember his name.
0: I'm glad he's a good guy. I love him. Gus gets really unpleasant. So he he, he has George surveil Josie, you know, put like a camera on her and stuff to make sure that Gus is like, I want to make sure she's getting the story.
1: But I love George because... He he sets his tone immediately because he goes, Josie. He cares. With, the cat? No, he like, likes Justin, Josie. He, he, he it, jo- Instantly. G- Gus, he's like a Lenny Kravitz-like is, cool guy. What I'm
0: saying is, though, is that Gus.
1: He loves Josie.
0: I think Gus cares about yeah, Josie. He does. But for, but Gus struggles with caring about the story. I think George actually liked Josie.
1: He did. And he and right away, like the way he like kind of cat calls her fake cat calls her.
0: Yeah. He's I'm sort, like,
1: Oh, we like you. We we like you, George. Yeah. And George he's is, supportive. I mean, even when he's surveilling and watching the footage, he's, he's not he's, he's he's right. never like criticizing her.
0: No. But here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. This is when the story takes a very bad turn. This is when I start getting like Cringy. anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I get anxiety because I know what's going to happen. Josie is now going to try to break back in with the popular crowd.
1: Right. Renewed interest in this.
0: Yes. Right.
1: Which also means that if, if she's going to be with the popular crowd, it means something's going to have to happen with them athletes. And then. So you know that. Yes.
0: And, the, and I love them And the I athletes. hate that because they're and kind I, and sweet. I love them. So I know where this is going. Meanwhile, it's not getting any better in Coulson's class because it's getting weird there. Because <laughs> she's excelling in the class, and Coulson looks at her like he's into her. It and does. I'm not sure how to feel about that. I'm not. Well, sure it's I'm not feel appropriate. No. Here's what they've done. I'm. I'm going to say this now because I'm going to reference it later. Okay. What this story did, and this is why Never Been Kissed is a unique movie, because what it does is you have a main character. You have Josie Geller. She's the protagonist. And then it splits her arc. Her arc splits into fake Josie, high school student. Right. And real adult Josie. And grown-up Josie. Right. So, And what this film is going to try to do by the end of the film is it has to resolve the arc of fake high school Josie Mm -hmm. and real adult Josie. Or
1: essentially having a Bruce Wayne Batman issue.
0: Right. But they're both blending because adult Josie... Is, is the, high school Josie? It, well, adult Josie really? is no adult. Adult Josie is having this love interest with Mister Coulson, right? But meanwhile, high school Jos, Josie is fulfilling Josie's actual like deficiency of wanting to be accepted,
1: right? But that's why I'm saying they they in in so, in many ways they're not separate because Josie has never conquered this,
0: but. So it's like she is still fulfilling. I wish I could say that this film was successful in wrapping up both. Yeah. But it does not successfully wrap up both. Mm. It successfully wraps up one of them, not the other, and I'm going to talk about that. But I have an issue... Miss, Mr. Colson, as a teacher. Right.
1: We are both high school teachers. Mr. Colson so.
0: is showing too much interest in her. And it, it's just it's like. It's pretty obvious. It's obvious he likes her. It is. It just, it's obvious he likes her. I know. Her. And
1: like, okay, so again, I watched this as a high school student. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm here for it. You know, because you're like, you're, you're a kid. You're like, yeah, of course you want the hot teacher to be into you. Right. But now I'm a teacher. And now <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. This is a lawsuit. This is you gotta quit, dude. Like it's it's yeah. it definitely does hit different, as a kid say. Um, now that I'm grown, but um, yeah, I'm just like, oh, please be careful. Oh God, oh God, please stop, please stop. You know, there's there's a, there is an element of that. This like like you said earlier, this movie wouldn't make it today, probably.
0: I I I don't think or it, it, would. it, it
1: would well excuse me, it would make it for like ten minutes, and then people would come for it.
0: It's problematic with Mr. Coulson yes. being a teacher, and he's a, he should not do it. No, because you're trying to sell Sam. His name's Sam. You're trying to sell him as a good guy,
1: and he is.
0: <sighs> but he is. I'm not his so, interactions uh, with Joe. His interactions with Josie inappropriate. are inappropriate. Very inappropriate. And we're going to get into because it get it's it's going to get. I steeper. mean, I get it.
1: Like we have students that we connect with that we have shared interests with, but my lord, we don't try to date them.
0: I'm not going <laughs> to sit. I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to sit in the Ferris wheel. No, with one of my female oh, students. Oh my lord, I'm no. I not do that. Oh my lord, no. I'm not going to take a Ferris Even wheel. Though that ride. was one of my
1: favorite scenes, but it's
0: I'm fine. not going to s- take a Ferris wheel ride with w- with a female student. No, absolutely not. Because no. sometimes appearance is everything. So True. let's Let's True. talk about this. So let let's 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 right, get through going. this stuff. So because here's the thing. The first problem is, ne- again, Josie's taking this turn towards trying to break back into the popular kids. that notices that Josie is, isn't wearing her denominator shirt. Oh, dear. And that's on purpose.
1: Yeah, because she, she can't be cool yeah. and be a denominator. And
0: then Josie finds that Guy and the gang are going to go out to this, <clears throat> excuse me, reggae club.
1: Oh, dear. <clears throat> Oh dear!
0: So we had this scene where she
1: iconic scene.
0: Well, she runs into Mr. Colson while she's there,
1: and his girlfriend. and his
0: his girlfriend Laura, someone that he's going to break up with any minute, because <laughs> it's very clear, it's very clear that, that <laughs> in the next ten minutes. Well, it's gonna... very clear that the way they wrote Laura was she needs to be a jerk, yes, and it needs to be clear that, that no, it's um, obvious that Sam is not happy with her. So Josie also then finds the main girls; they blow her off, you know. And she finds this young man Who welcomes her to sit next to him And he offers her some cake <laughs> so Josie eats it It's laced with marijuana And she he is said
1: it's got a vitamin A Vitamin B Vitamin T H and C And then George in the truck goes No No Josie you know, No don't do it
0: So Josie <laughs> is uh, soon She's flying high Stoned
1: Yes Oh and, bless her And
0: while stoned Josie gets on stage she with gets, the
1: band you know, She gets the confidence that you get
0: She ends up entertaining the entire club by dancing. But well,
1: entertaining is a word for it. They, <laughs> They're they laughing at her. Again.
0: Yeah. Well, the next day, everyone's laughing at her at school, well, calling, calling her I need to talk
1: I need to call attention to one moment before that, though, because I had a friend sure. message me about this particular scene, and she said she always references when she goes home after the club, she's called Rob, her brother. Bless Rob for hearing all this. And she goes, I totally nailed it. I was so cool. And then she looks down and says, Oh my God, somebody ate my entire pie. And, you know, side effects. So I right. just Dana, that was for you. I had to I had to reference that moment that you always quote. So that was for you, Dana.
0: Well, again, it, it's still not looking good for Josie. Even after thinking that maybe she entertained everybody. At the club, she is still considered a yeah, loser. Yeah, because
1: she comes in and she fell asleep on her hand, which was stamped because uh, they asked if she, she was, was drinking she, that night. And yeah. she said no, so they stamp for whatever reason at that particular club. Yep, They go stamp ahead. it with loser. So she fell asleep with her hand on her head and losers on of her course. forehead. And this leads to a really devastating uh, a flashback. Yes. Excuse me.
0: She ends Back. up. She ends up going into the bathroom. Hi. Our kids Hi, are babies. just walked in. What's up, guys? I'm
1: done Hi. You're done, with, you're done with your dinner,
0: so you want more? You to guys eat.
1: have met Yosi, but you haven't met Kess, Kessie, you, you want to say
0: something? Hi. Hi. What's your name? I Cassie. <laughs> Can I you?
1: Hi, Cassie. Yeah, well, guys, we're not. Got
0: something on
1: your face, right? Yeah. So now you've met the other half of our children. But you actually bring
0: Daddy a paper towel. Will you bring Daddy a paper towel because I spilled a little bit. Are you
1: podcast kids?
0: Mm. No? I I need you to bring me a paper towel, son, if you could do that. Okay. Thanks, honey. So let's move on with our kids here. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on. We're a
1: family. We're Like we've said before, we're a family-friendly podcast. So here we go. Thank you. Here's the family. Say hi, Cassie. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hey, sweetheart. You're such a sweetie. Hey, baby girl.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. This flashback is bad because here's what happens. Yeah,
1: this is the this is the worst one.
0: Billy tricks Josie into thinking that he's going to take her into prom.
1: Now this is yeah this is the one that like causes her I think the most trauma. This is what causes because oh it's it's so that's a the, um, that's the voice. yes this is where our sound goes in.
0: Yeah. The
1: well, <laughs> rain. Uh,
0: good job. <laughs> um, okay, real I'm not quick. Re- no, uh, well, real quick. Go ahead.
1: She went something we haven't mentioned yet is that when Go ahead. When we um when she has these flashbacks, yes, she goes to the restroom and gets sick.
0: Yeah, she does. And And
1: this is I think this is the one no, this that is really the one. causes it. Is, um, and cause, well, because what happens is she, you know, people are calling her loser. She realizes it's on her forehead. She goes to the bathroom, and immediately gets sick, and then while she's sitting on the floor crying, this, this is, is where we the see. one. So I think we, this is the trigger.
0: We see the flashback I'm not going to go into it a whole lot because it's basically lot. what happens is she thinks that, remember, she thought that Billy was going to ask her to prom. She gets ready. Billy shows up with his real date and ends up egging her.
1: It's, it's, it's horrific. And I think what makes it the worst is and how good of an acting moment and Drew Barrymore, she just, I had she to, kills yeah. this. And
0: I had to stop myself from from crying on that scene. It's
1: Oh, I cry. I cry because, every time. I because, cry every time.
0: When you're a dad that has a daughter. Oh, God. And you see this. <laughs> I can't think about you it. You see your little girl. Because, Being devastated. And, and she and she truth. runs
1: away from her mom. She doesn't even she doesn't want her mom to know. Yeah, and
0: this is the truth. Is that at some point, mm. every woman was someone's little girl. And, you know, I'm going to get into that a little later when I talk about how they ended this the film with Guy and stuff. But um, it was really awful to watch. It's but The bottom line is, is that this causes Josie to emotionally break. And she runs out of the school. Ends up running into Rob, though, who has faked his way into the school too. Yes. Rob has an agenda of his own. He, he w- does. He wants a second shot to be recognized as this baseball star. He knows how to be popular. Yeah, because he
1: will one when, when when Josie referenced where she was going to school, he said, Oh, South Glen's they have a they have a great baseball team. Yeah. And, and she's like, hey. Focus on and, me, but and, he hes he remembered
0: that. And remember, you have to remember, now, Rob knows how to be popular. He does. You right? only need
1: that one person, right?
0: Right. So, and sure enough, within the first day, Rob is able to become a popular kid. The first day he's there, having gained the admiration of Guy, Kirsten, Kristen, all of them. Oh, yeah. When Rob he, knows what to do. When he wins a coleslaw eating contest in the lunchroom.
1: Yeah, and they and they and the girls think it's hot. Like what? Yeah, no, I know. it's ca- mm, there's Al, just so many issues with
0: that. Aldi ends up confronting Josie about ditching them for the reggae club and advises her not to sit with them. Yeah, that's sad. So that's happening.
1: Well, and 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 that's really that's the true loss because those are the true friends.
0: They are. They're the good people. And Aldi knows what's going on. Later that night, Josie goes to the fair and within seconds, of course, runs into Mister Coulson who sits with her on the Ferris wheel. Yeah,
1: he says, yeah, cuz she's sitting there by herself and then he goes and No, oh. I would just I would just say,
0: "You know what? It's weird, but she's going to have to sit by herself cuz I'm a teacher." Oh. He's yep. an attractive young male teacher sitting with an attractive young female student. On the Ferris wheel. He laments. To, and then he starts to talk to yeah, Josie. But, then,
1: but, but even but even the students. Mr. Coulson rocks my world. Like, they notice. They he know. He laments
0: to Josie about committing to an adult relationship no, that he's don't. unhappy with. Mm-mm, you don't do this. He thing. starts talking to one of his students about his own adult relationship that uh, he's unhappy with. And how... Uh, excuse me. And he, then he low-key compliments Josie. So not it's great. It's not even low-key. Not great. It
1: is not. You know, he says... When you're my age, guys will be lining up around the block for you. And she says, you have to say that because you're my teacher. No, you don't, and he actually. Says, you shouldn't say and that. And he says, actually, I shouldn't say that because but I'm your you teacher. You but you did. But you did. And now it's out there. And she's but doing the weird bite your lip thing. And it's a thing. And yes, I was here for it as a 15-year-old. But it's, I am it, not here for no, it as guys, a 34-year-old. No, guys, this makes for an
0: entertaining movie. But this is one of the problems Right, I had. It's right. Just, you know, listen. Hey, Angel. Rob is now popular again. He begins building Josie up to the popular kids. He starts telling them these fake stories about her. That she's like the heiress to these corporations. And that she...
1: She she dated the druber for the big bad voodoo daddies. Yeah. And,
0: uh, so a few shallow conversations gains the growing admiration well, and of they Guy. Remember,
1: they're pretending they're not brother and sister. So he said, yeah, I used to date her. And he does all that. Right. And like, blah, blah, blah. It, he... I mean, to Rob's credit... He knows what Josie's trying to do. He knows she cannot do it on her own. He is, in his own way, trying to help. Yeah. So, like, you know, yay, Rob.
0: So, but but we have whatever. a problem. We have a major problem. What's the problem? As you know, South Glen has a like many a schools. They have a theme for their prom, Millennium, and they also have a rival high school that also picks Millennium. So they're like South
1: oh. gl- yeah, they're South and then South Glen South.
0: It's ridiculous. That's stupid.
1: So it's funny though. It's funny. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it makes. But it's true because I was uh, my high school was South Garland, and then there was Garland. So South Garland versus Garland, it was always a thing. So like, I kind of identify with this.
0: So, in in this situation, Rob's work pays off because Guy acknowledges acknowledges Josie publicly and says, "Josie, you have the answer." is essentially, Josie. Has the end? And he's so sage he, with. He's tipping the scepter, essentially, saying oh, Josie's not going to become popular. Yeah. Josie's idea for the theme is meant for each other, famous couples throughout history. Everyone. He,
1: yeah, everyone looks to Guy.
0: Everyone looks to Guy. And everyone's impressed. I need the to comment. The popular kids are impressed. I need
1: to comment on Kirsten, Kristen, and Gibby and the way that they clap because this is such... I, re- I like I remember girls doing this in yeah, middle school and high school right. the, the, oh we love it and they're doing these tiny tiny little yeah. clap like it was so well, real I was like it, yes that is a thousand percent what the popular girls do so like that moment was so realistic
0: everyone's impressed with um
1: and here comes Josie's one of my favorite idea. songs in the soundtrack
0: including mr Coulson's I uh, he, mm-hmm. he, he's he's impressed with, with Josie's idea. Then we have a friend montage. A
1: montage, and it's and I listen T- to this song weekly, and it's called "Tonight" by Hole, and it's fantastic.
0: And the whole mont the purpose of the montage is to let you know that uh, "Heaven Tonight,"
1: yes, "Heaven Tonight."
0: The whole purpose the mont the whole purpose of the montage is to let you know that Josie is now popular. She's made it. Seems great so far. And they all are. And matching cardigans. She's and- continuing to bond inappropriately with Mister Coulson. As go uh, as Gus records what's happening, the Suntime staff suddenly becomes increasingly interested. Yeah, they're having like watch parties. They're having watch parties of of what Josie's doing at the school. They're, yeah,
1: and 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 watching Anita and well, I'm sorry, what's uh, Octavia Butler's character's name? I always forget that. Who Octavia Butler's character's name? Cynthia. Yes, Cynthia.
0: Cynthia. She's there too. Yes. Okay.
1: So yeah, Anita and Cynthia. I love watching them because they genuinely are like right. Josie, you're doing it. But um, yeah.
0: Well, while they're out one day in the mall, the main girls and Josie, Aldi sees them and says, oh, look, another lemming. And this has a clear impression. Yeah. It it impacts her. Yeah, it, it does. Another problem is that guy likes Josie, which is becoming increasingly obvious. Yes. And, and this is another
1: another comment one of our uh, lovely well, friends on Instagram made. And, that Josie has se- to reference. and
0: Josie seems completely oblivious to the implications of what could happen. <laughs> being an adult, if this goes south,
1: Yes, yeah, because guy is totally crunching on you, crunching. And she says, "Do I want to be crunched?" And the girls, by guy, oh yeah, yeah. And we have an we we have an idea of what that might mean as the audience, right? And, and Josie does too, I think. Well, Josie and
0: it is like. Ooh. Josie has not only gained popularity at school, but she seems to have gained popularity at her workplace. Yes. She's he, she's living. She's living her best life, the thing. theoretically. Rigford, her big boss, Scary Marshall, he <laughs> comes in and says, I, I, I'm glad you're doing well, but I want a story in two weeks. I want a story, the big one, in two weeks. Right?
1: So that, that yeah. she Because she, right now, I don't think she's even... Focusing on the story She is she she's is She's writing a, a high school wrong But She's yeah, living yeah. She is like Fixing something That to that her was to broken
0: her. It's personal It's problematic It is, is And not it's not, not necessarily
1: A muscle she really Truly should flex Because it's not Actually
0: helping So that night uh, Josie goes to a party where... Uh, At Guy, Rob's
1: house, quote-unquote, which is her house. Right,
0: where Guy asks her out to the prom. Yes. Right, big deal.
1: Yes, very big deal.
0: And it seems that Josie's dreams are coming true.
1: Meanwhile, David Arquette is also buddying up to a 16-year-old, another problematic issue.
0: Right, but he he, he doesn't go... He doesn't pursue it. No, I she does,
1: say. if anything. But, he, but he's, well, you know...
0: Meanwhile, Aldis has refused a ticket to prom by Kristen Ugh. and one of the popular dudes, who remains named. He
1: looks like a hedgehog. I don't know his right. name, but he has hedgehog hair. But Aldis, all I have
0: intelligent, sharp, clever. She stands up for herself. She insults Kristen mm-hmm. and the guy. Yeah, she should giving them money and taking the ticket. She's like, anyway. Here's my
1: money. I'm taking the ticket. And, like, and can she? Can she, she do that?
0: And she becomes a target. And yep. this is going to earmark mm-hmm. this moment. Meanwhile, she says she's going down. Yeah, Coulson compliments Josie's writing, offers Josie a chance to meet with a rep from Dartmouth College. Big deal. Gus sees the connection. By this point, he notices he and everybody in the office.
1: Everybody should notice it a long time ago. Notices
0: that Coulson and Josie have a connection and cooks up the plan. The story. A student-teacher relationship scam.
1: Yeah, well, because there's it, in the Friends montage, there's a there's like they're painting a mural, and he's like painting her face. Oh, that's ridiculous. She's paint, painting him back, and they're like picking CDs. It doesn't together make sense. This
0: doesn't. This isn't normal. If I no, saw that, this stuff, would never happen. If I saw that, well, I mean if it
1: did happen, it would be reported. If I saw
0: that, I would think that something was up.
1: Yeah. So, like, all that they have been seeing the fact that there is chemistry. That's an understatement so between these two.
0: Josie protests. She tries to say, no, 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 no. But Gus is undaunted. He reiterates that they have an undeniable connection. And what's worse is that it's the story that Rigford wants. The big boss wants the story. Oh, no. He wants... He's salivating over this story about a, a teacher-student relationship scandal.
1: Which... Is great for the story, but if you think about it, that would ruin his career, which well, he's already ruining because he's being so blatant. So but now, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's icky,
0: right? So now let's go to the moment in every movie that has high school stuff in it. Oh yeah, from Carrie, yep, Sissy Spacek, <laughs> who is phenomenal, up to now, yep. The moment, the place, the setting where all horrible moments happen in high school movies. Oh, absolutely, prom. Yep
1: hmm Yep.
0: The staff watches from the Sun-Times. They're watching.
1: Now, remember, the the theme is meant for each other, All couples right. throughout history.
0: It seems to be going well. Josie is Rosalind. Rosalind. And Guy, Guy is Orlando. Yes.
1: And he's got a sword. He's very excited about the sword, he says. But
0: by this point, I'm not enjoying the movie because of the sense of foreboding yep. that you know comes with... with the knowledge. Well, and they set it up. You know what's going to happen. Yo,
1: they set it up though. Like we, you're meant to have it.
0: The denominators crash the prom dressed as DNA, a double helix,
1: which is kind of cool, man. No, they were great. That is awesome. Well, and, and Kirsten, Kristen Gibby, uh, sorry, Kirsten and Hedgehog Boy come as Disco Barbie and Disco Boy, uh, Disco Ken, Ken maybe, and then Gibby is Malibu Barbie, and Kristen is. Evening gown Barbie, because Lord God, they can't come up with anything more individual. I mean, so yeah, come on,
0: they did a good job with those tropes. Oh yeah, of course, yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. And there and there's lots of when you watch this prom scene, there's lots of fun Trope. costume couples that you yeah. see. It's it's pretty cute.
0: So then we get to the part of the prom where it's time for the princesses and princes. Of course, they're all the popular kids that you would imagine would be chosen. Yes, that people seen. that voted
1: for the prom king right. queen. You know, but all
0: that. prom king. Is Guy Perkins, no shock there, mm-hmm. and prom Queen.
1: And then pause. Every, everyone in the office and place. Of course. Everyone mi- in the school, they're Miss, all holding hands. And, and
0: Mr. Coulson announces. Josie Geller. Everybody
1: everybody's happy. It's going down.
0: This is the tough part. Everyone's happy.
1: Even at the even at the workplace.
0: Yeah. And I didn't like this. This is my first this is where the movie starts to unravel for me. Because the movie, the movie, the story wants you to be happy for Josie. Right. No, it legitimately wants you to be yes, happy yes, for yes, her. Yes, yes, even, yes. Even George is in a van like, oh, yeah. He's like, you yeah. did it, girl. Yeah. But it's all based on a lie.
1: Well, yes, I know.
0: Coulson, of course, crowns her because who else would?
1: And he crowns her very intimately. And it's weird because he like flippin' he, likes way her. He puts, with the way he puts it on her head and like he, stares her He, he likes eyes. her. Ooh, it's steamy it's and it's so inappropriate. Clear.
0: Guy and Josie then dance and guy is weirdly intense.
1: He is Ugh.
0: Josie though finally seems to have a hint of being troubled yeah. about what she's done.
1: Well because because this to, is all a sham. Well, you have to think though okay it's a sh- yes, it's a sham but you also have to think she is walking through. The shadow of childhood trauma. Essentially. But it's only a shadow; it's not real. I know, but what I'm saying is, this trauma has clearly extended into her adult life because every time she thinks about it, she has to go and throw up. Like it's very clearly something that has impacted her. So now, so, here. But what I'm saying is, she's been crowned prom queen. So it's like, you know, it's like it's like it it's struck midnight and the slippers yeah. turning back. You know, the, the 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 pumpkins turning or the coach turning to pumpkin again. She's like, oh crap, I've done it. I've I've reached the pinnacle of success and now the reality's hitting. That's Josie, what I think is
0: happening. Like quote Shakespeare while she's dancing with Guy and she at, like because yeah. Guy says, What are you thinking about? And she quotes Shakespeare. And then she As says As she would. And she and she goes, What are you thinking about? And Guy says, My sword.
1: Which is a double entendre.
0: Maybe. But the bottom line is that is that guy doesn't have any real feelings for Josie? He just likes her, but
1: uh, no. I mean, he likes her, but it's it doesn't. It's it's, it's, it's not the kiss. No. It's not,
0: of course not the thing. You know. So here's the thing: after the dance with Guy, she's approached by Coulson Sam, who's <sighs> uh yeah hitting on her by this point. Asks her to dance, so they dance.
1: Listen again. That should never have happened.
0: Meanwhile. Of course not.
1: I know, but I mean, but like, like, ah, uh, it hurts my brain. This
0: is important. Guy asks Aldis to dance. This is really bad because again, I'm,
1: I still think he's secretly into her, well, even though he does this terrible. Thing.
0: Maybe so. Josie, while dancing with Sam, says that she wants to tell him something, oh, and God. then it get and, and now it's out. Because here is the thing: it's
1: gonna go down.
0: Sam says, well, I have something to tell you too." Oh,
1: and everyone in the office well, holds their breath. Yeah, she don't
0: tell, care about your job, dude.
1: But then what would she do to the pen?
0: Before that she rips it off.
1: She rips off the secret camera and but, everyone goes but, nuts in the office.
0: Before anything can happen, Josie notices that Aldis is being set up for humiliation. Oh, Guy was setting her up to be doused with dog food by Kirsten, Kristen and Gibby.
1: Because they've been calling her Alpo. That's that's so that's a that's a key thing. Her name is Aldis. They call her Alpo. Right. So they've gotten Alpo dog food to put on her.
0: Well, Josie sees it and then has an, a vision of her of herself as Josie Grossy. It's very devastating. Which I don't even like. I'm only saying that so you know what we're talking about. Right. Right. I don't actually like to call her that. No,
1: she's not yours, Josie Grossi.
0: And she's able to save Aldis from the pr- prank. She comes. And she slaps the dog food out of. Uh, the, the Hedgehog person, boy. Yeah. Causing the dog food to get spilled on the mean girls instead. <laughs> Josie then turns and owns the mean girls. Oh,
1: she kills it.
0: She praises Aldis as an unbelievable person. She blows her own cover and then blows Rob's too. Yep. because then basically she doles
1: out some life wisdom to everybody.
0: She takes all of the culture of high school and props it up as meaningless compared to Life in the greater world. Yeah, it won't
1: matter who you were.
0: And being who you truly are it doesn't matter who you were as much as it matters who you are.
1: Mm-hmm. And, it's a, and it's a great message, but it is a little cheapened by the fact that she's been lying.
0: Right. And it's going to get cheapened more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yes. go into that later. Ultimately, though, again, she stands up this whole idea of high school and says, Guys, after high school, the world is bigger. Yeah. And it's greater and it's so much and you and you realize when you get out there that I just need to be me. Yeah. Be and it's true. This yourself, I mean right? that
1: is the absolute truth though. I mean like when high school's over you're just you. It doesn't right. matter if you were a cheerleader or a football player or whatever, you know, chess yeah. club player, I don't care. You're just you, um, and Ald- Aldisa's moved.
0: Aldisa's moved. She applauds. The students applaud. The mean girls are humiliated. The prom then continues. E-
1: but even the po- even the popular boys, though the popular girls don't clap, but the popular boys do. they do. Right? That's what's funny. Uh,
0: I had an issue with that. That's that's part of my it's issue. It's Ridiculous. Guy uh, sp- specifically is not really referenced. It, he he was clearly setting Aldisa up.
1: Yeah. But, he was majorly part of
0: and it. And we're going to see a guy again, and I'm going to talk about that, and, and this is where the story unravels more.
1: Okay. So okay. Josie
0: leaves. George then meets and asks Josie, did you get anything on Coulson? Yeah,
1: because Rick, I mean, uh, Gus is going nuts. Right,
0: but Coulson hears the whole thing. Sam hears the whole thing. He's upset, obviously, rightfully, despite Josie professing her feelings that they can now act on because they're she, Josie's actually 25, he leaves.
1: Well it's it's a really layered complicated moment because she's like, "Oh, you were attracted to me." And he's like, "Oh my god." Like
0: No, which isn't. I mean, great. we
1: all know he right. was attracted, but like which it's isn't... it's it's
0: No, it was ugh. more than no, Listen. Just, oh, there's it a lot was more on. than just attracted to her. He was acting on it. He was acting on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: he was about to tell her he it loved was her. It was subtly, but whatever. he was
0: acting on it, whatever it was. Upon and and then she goes home. And, and then Rob berates Josie for blowing his cover at prom.
1: Which he wasn't exactly being... Fourth, I mean, he wasn't being honorable. I well, know.
0: he's mad because it prevented him from playing ball. But then he said something. He said something. He said, but here's the thing. I connected with those guys. I was teaching them things. That he, it, it
1: tapped into something. Yeah. He, hit, he accidentally... Tapped, tapped into, into his something. calling. Yes.
0: This is a that's so yes. which is so wonderful Agreed. for Rob. So wonderful for Rob. Yes, it is. The next day at work, Josie's stunt causes the story to get scooped by another newspaper yet again. Josie insists that there's still a story.
1: So you will have an amazing story and tearfully, making crush Josie
0: essentially out. just 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 throws off all restraint and writes what actually happened. She writes her story about her high school experience, both past and present. Yeah. Talks about how she's never been kissed. She talks about what she discovers about high school, mostly about how high school never changed.
1: And eh, She's not wrong.
0: She mentions the mean girls, the mean guys, her actual friends, the smart kids.
1: Her soulmates she refers to. Here
0: as. is where the story unravels a little. Uh. And here's where part of the story, where again, Josie's story takes a double arc, adult and fake high school. Mm-hmm. One takes a hit.
1: They try. They well, yeah. They try to unify it.
0: Here's what she does: she takes the mean girls and calls them beautiful. The mean guy, guy uh, whose name is Guy, yeah, and that one
1: guy with his mysterious whatever, like
0: right. And then she talks about her friends. She blankets everyone. Everyone. Everyone has a
1: positive light.
0: Everyone is blanketed. By Josie, and almost saluted as this necessary yeah. part of high school culture, and thereby makes no, them virtuous. Yeah, that's mm, listen to me, and no. this is where I'm going to say, mm-hmm. if you've made it this far in the podcast, <laughs> then you're truly you're one of,
1: you're one of our people,
0: and we love you. Yes, and you're you're going to hear a very know. very important part of how I feel, and I think if you're a parent, how you likely feel. I can't imagine if a guy did to my daughter mm. what Billy did to Josie.
1: Mm-mm, no.
0: Which is what Guy tried to have happen to Aldis. Yeah. Every young lady, every woman, no matter what their age, not just yeah. young lady, was someone's little girl. Yeah. And if my little girl...
1: Who keeps running in and out of this room right, right now.
0: <laughs> ...was hurt by a guy like that, the, I
1: can't even think about I it. think, <laughs> I, I, I think it's think so important
0: it. to understand. I think what this movie made me think about was like, you know, when you hurt someone, when you hurt someone, you not only hurt that person, you hurt the people that care about that and person. And there
1: are consequences that you are long lasting. But you hurt
0: the people that care about yes, that person. Yes, absolutely. And for her, this is where I think, the, I think the writers were a little irresponsible and having Josie suddenly look back on her time as this high, fake high school student as, well, I guess they all... Serve They're, a purpose. They all serve a purpose. And I'm like, let me tell you something. Guy and those girls mm-hmm. are bad people. Yeah. And I'm not. Uh, I,
1: yeah, they sh- sure, they may be physically beautiful.
0: And maybe one day they'll grow up. But and, they
1: and, need to go. I mean, unless they can eat makeup, they can't be beautiful in the entire And maybe
0: one day they'll grow <laughs> up and shed that crap and become I better hope people. So. Maybe. That's people the grow desire. up. People grow up. They mature. Yes, absolutely. I have met people. And
1: there's room for that.
0: You know, you meet people in high school that you. They Ma- were jerks, but then you meet them. They're like, "Hey, what's up?" And you realize, "Oh, we've grown up."
1: Yes, and but, some people do grow up. But, but in this but, moment that she's referring to, those people are still crappy.
0: But let me tell you something: to to be the dad or mom of Josie, when a guy does that, or if someone did that to my daughter, and to say, "Well, that guy," no, let me tell you Mm-mm, something: no, that ma'am. is not necessary, no, ma'am. That that is not part of the picture. And that—that's where I get passionate, right? And
1: and I think and I think because I think what the writers probably likely well based on what we know of the film, what they wanted they wanted those popular kids to be there rooting Josie on, so that's, they kind of had to. Re- they decided it, it was to, a plot device.
0: They decided to give one part of their plot that they, that they, they, one part of their plot took a hit, so the love story could prevail. My
1: my and, and where you have an issue, I also have an issue with continuity because while Josie paints this as a necessary part of high school. Meanwhile, the whole movie, we've been walking with Josie, watching her have fits of hysterical crying and vomiting because she is traumatized by those same people. Right. So you can't it's true, you can't have you can't have no. Josie that is overcome with emotion, has to go get sick because of her trauma, right? And then say, "Oh, but they're
0: beautiful and people, then jo- no, Right. And then not. And then Josie opens up a can on them at the end of prom and puts them in their place. Yeah, you're going to write an article about it how, is, how is, they're yeah. necessary. No, 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 it's no, true. that's not beautiful. And again, as a kid, throwing I did not catch e- this <laughs> throwing eggs, throwing eggs at at, at at a young lady. That's horrific. And in, in her who dress, is excited thinking she's in going her dress. To prom. And I'm telling you, I she and I thought she was beautiful, and to throw and to throw eggs at her. Is just I was trying not to cry because it, it just was awful. It is and I, I, horrific. That is not that is not a beautiful thing, and that is not necessary. No, that is a crappy part of humanity. Right, that, that people that, like that, that should got, not. That be that we have like got that. to continue to correct as we move forward. Absolutely. I don't want to get too deep here, but the bottom line is, sorry, guys, I we love was, people. We that, can't we can't handle this stuff. That's the big. I think being a parent should make you love. Understand
1: No, forget being a parent. Be being a person who cares about no, other people. Right. You this is not okay. No, that's what I, that's the takeaway.
0: Well what I was getting at was being a parent, you know, when I I held Yossi and Kess when they were babies. Yeah. But what a parent understands, and if you're a parent listening to this, you understand when you held your little boy or your little girl, I think it should give you a new lens to view other people through yeah. because they were all once that.
1: Yeah. So helpless
0: this little thing that needed to be cared for. So, and I, that really tugged my heartstrings in that. So I just think that for, for guy and the mean kids to be put in their place, but then suddenly, oh wait, no, they're, they're, they're a necessary part of the picture in high school. No, no, they're not not. not necessary.
1: No, they, they actually could be done without. (laughs)
0: But here's the thing. Here's the kicker. Josie ends the article with something with kind of a, a, a big surprise. Josie says to the teacher she hurt, Sam. This is mm-hmm. who she's talking about. To the teacher she hurt, she declares her love to him.
1: I'm sorry and I think I'm in love with you.
0: She invites him to the state championship South Glen High School baseball game where she will stand on the pitcher's mound 5 minutes before the game starts. And
1: this is another way she was actually making it up to Rob. She was doing two things. She was she was doing two things at once. She was right. at once trying to make it up to Sam. She was also trying to make it up to her brother. So she was doing. Yeah, she was double full because remember she goes to talk to the coach and.
0: Hey baby. Hi babe. It's our daughter again. <laughs> hey hon. So this attracts lots of people. This attracts lots of press. Anita Aldis are supportive. Um, Which yeah.
1: again, Aldis the angel. So like. jo-
0: so Josie takes her place on the mound on the big night. Everyone's there. Her friends. Her coworkers. Rigfort's there.
1: Yeah, even her jerk assistant.
0: Joey, uh, yep, Merkin's there. <laughs>
1: Merkin ain't jerking, he's working.
0: Josie waits the entire five minutes, and Sam does not show. It seems and like it. And m- she
1: drops the mic. It's every, Everyone's devastated. But, Anita's crying.
0: Right, but then Sam comes running out. here
1: comes the Beach Boys. No talking,
0: just runs up to her, gives her her first kiss. The best part of the end, in my opinion, hold on, honey. Hold on, <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. Guys. We're almost there. We're almost there, babe. <laughs> The best part of the uh, end, in my opinion, is that we find that Rob, though he couldn't play in the state game, the big state championship Mm -hmm. game, found his calling as a coach, assistant and be- coach and became the assistant baseball coach at South Glen.
1: And and he he truly looks he looks older, he looks grown, he looks happy as he should be. And I was like, "Yes, you have aged into your role.
0: You've grown you've grown, you matured, and that's yeah, good." Yeah, and
1: and it's and it's and too, it also like, you know, he was working at the Tiki Post, which is essentially like a high school job.
0: Yeah, he it wanted really more. Is. He wanted more. But
1: like when you see him, you're like, "Oh my god, like Yes, like you're mature, you're different. You you're doing what you love. It was that was a cool yes. moment for him.
0: All right. Yes. Well, and that is how the film and ends. She, yeah,
1: he says, you know, sorry, I'm late. Took me for to, forever to get here. And she goes, I know what you mean. Uh, in right. true Barrymore fashion. And we're all not. in
0: all, I would say this is a good movie. It is a good movie, despite the issues I have with the ending. This is a good movie.
1: And. I think this, again, like, you know, we're, we're very vocal and very explicit about what, what issues there were. And it's because they are issues. Like, as teachers, this is a very serious thing. Because. However, we're, again, you know, we always say this. With with 90s movies, there are things that you kind of have to just roll with.
0: I just believe. And this is one of those. I just believe that in order for a story to be solid and to right. be good, it has to stay true to itself. It can't sabotage itself. No,
1: I completely agree. And
0: I that. believe that you have Josie in the beginning and then you split. Yeah. Adult Josie, fake high school Josie. And then suddenly both have arcs and both arcs are important. Right. And, and both arcs are arcs, which means they have a beginning and an end. Yes, And both of them almost have a sense of, of closure. Yeah, and the sense of closure in the love story, adult Josie with meeting Sam, is finished. Right. That's the one that doesn't take a hit. What takes a hit are what takes a hit are the mean girls, the mean kids. Yeah, they suddenly go from being held accountable for their behavior to well, in the end,
1: uh, they're actually kind of great.
0: They're actually just no, kinda, they're freaking. They're not. just there, and you just have to deal with them. Like no, you no, don't.
1: no, you absolutely don't. So
0: don't. No one should have to deal with that, Right? ever tolerate that kind of no, behavior and be treated yeah, that way. Yeah, if
1: you were treated that way in any scenario, whether no. you're, because we know some of our students listen to this podcast, which is awesome. Uh-uh. Don't take that. And even adults, you know, don't, you're happy, don't take yeah. terrible treatment.
0: And be who, yeah, you got to be who you truly are and you have to be happy with who you are. And l- let me tell you something. It
1: takes a long time to be from, okay with who you are sometimes. And from
0: someone who, you know, I had some good and bad in high school. I had some good too. I yeah. had some bad. Yeah. The world is a greater, bigger, deeper place beyond high school. It absolutely is. And, and I think that, that that message does ring true in this movie.
1: Yes. And I have... There's actually a good few of my friends that... We were always friends in high school, but we've become even better friends now. And some of them listen to the podcast. And like I, I love that because maybe we didn't roll in the same circles as high school, but now we're all on level playing field. All right. And... That's just a neat place to be. That's and part of growing up. Yeah, that is part and I'm of maturity. so happy that you guys are along for the ride. For all we know,
0: it. for all we know, Guy and Kirsten and Kristen grow up to be wonderful people. They shed that. Stuff, I hope that. And they get older <laughs> and they realize what's important in life. But that doesn't necessarily happen for everybody. It just doesn't. No. You know. But um, you know, like I said, it's just I, 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 I that that's my one issue was that, yeah. that part part the end. No, I I'm with you. But I enjoyed this movie, and that has never been kissed. Tail end of the nineties, nineteen ninety. Yes.
1: The millennium. We're
0: happy to have that in the nineties. The 90s, cusp
1: but, of the yeah. millennium.
0: Why don't we talk about where we can Alrighty. Where we, can be, where we can be found on social media, and let's wrap this thing let's up. Let's do it. We've been right. going a while.
1: I know, right. Um, oh, if you're on Instagram, that is where we're most active. We do most of our hanging out and talking with people on Instagram. We are at the Tape Store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we're the Tape Store Pod. And if you would like to shoot us an email, we'd certainly love to hear from you. It's the Tape Store Podcast at gmail.com.
0: And we have enjoyed... Talking about this. Yeah. You know, we hope you've enjoyed it.
1: Message us. Let us know what you think. Yeah, we'd certainly love to hear what you guys think. We've made
0: great friends, wonderful people. I know. know. We
1: have like some legit like besties from this podcast.
0: If, If we have talked, if we have had real deep conversations, you know who you are. Yes. And we appreciate you and we thank you and we thank you for your time. It's valuable, it's limited. And if you give it to the tape store listening to us, we just want you to know you're greatly appreciated. So, guys, have a great week guys love who you are yes appreciate who you are and it it honestly be
1: authentically you
0: yeah be authentically you and my phone's ringing (laughs) and i hope you enjoyed meeting our kids again yes
1: Uh, you haven't met kes so this is her debut so
0: we thank you guys take care (laughs) until the next time this is toby and this is brooke take care
1: (laughs) bye